What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Nick. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Um, um, I don't know, man. I, 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 I did not have a good, uh, weekend. Why? What'd you do? Oh, you know how you get to that. You, 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 you look forward to something. You know, how there's absolutely nothing to look forward to uh-huh. in quarantine. Of course. Except, uh, you know, the, the, the death, death. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I had my birthday and so yeah. naturally it was going to be a little sad after my birthday because... There's nothing yeah. left to look forward to in right. life. Um in life. and so uh it's uh it was tough, you know. The only thing I had to get me through it was knowing that Monday I was going to be recording a new episode of Below Deck <laughs> After Show Deckheads with you, my co-host Anna Hosley. After show? Because this uh is a below deck rewatch show. Uh Podcast. I thought you were watching the after show, but I was like, "Did we have an after show?" Uh, no. But we already recorded. Should we start one? I think it, I've lost myself. Should we take over for Andy Cohen? He's got that uh, baby. He doesn't need to worry about below deck anymore. He and Anderson Cooper are dads now. And they just hang out and dad it up, and he does not. He also need got to Corona. Wow, he's over Corona. When he had Corona, Anderson was taking care of the kids, and now that he's back, Anderson can get Corona. Damn. Am I misreading their relationship? Yeah, I think so, but I, I don't want to assume anything. How many? How many nannies do you think you they have between the two of them? Hmm. I can Anderson didn't take any time off from his show when he had his kid. Well, he's a Vanderbilt, like you always say. Not a day. Yeah, no, of course. Also, uh, Lyra, they're not nannies, they're au pairs. <laughs> well, Lyra worked for um a guy who was a director of a very popular HBO show. Uh-huh. Um, and he had a nanny, a, like a, he had three kids. He had a day nanny 
and a night nanny and like a maid that was a nanny. But they also had a wet nurse. And then Lyra would do stuff for them. I can't, I, there, there were at least three other people. And then Lyra was his um, assistant. And so she, like sometimes she would be asked to do like domestic stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or like pick up the kids. And you're like, I, you have two parents, three nannies. And you need to ask your assistant to do anything with your kids. It's so weird. The mother would not, would, um, she would wake up in the morning and then go into her office and close the door. What? And work at home. And what did she do? She was peripherally involved in a charity that I will name off air. And she would like, uh, you know, shop and like, you know, maintain whatever. I don't know. Oh, so they're just like. Do yoga. They're just trash. No, they're just rich. They just were born millionaires. Oh, okay, and, so they're they're like a family. And now continue to be millionaires. A family of people who are they're used to having a lot of help around. So to them, it's not weird to not connect with your children on any level. Yeah. Um, for people who are old like me, uh, I will say um, those old ads on MTV with Donald Logue. Where he played Jimmy the the taxi cab driver, mm-hmm. that was the first thing that this director did. Oh. If uh, you know, eighties babies will know. Anyway, um, wow. But uh, yeah, his we parents were millionaires, and uh, his wife's parents were even richer. Okay, so if you don't have a million dollars, give up. I really, I can't stress that enough. It's not going to happen. Let's get into the show. Oh, Lord. Uh, wait, it's the guy who directed them or the guy who was in them? No, the guy who directed them. Yeah, Donald Logue was, was in it. Hmm. Uh, anyway, um, doesn't matter. Okay. 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 So we're talking Below Deck. Oh, my God. This is a new season. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, it's a new season. Last episode was the, was the ending of an old season. That's funny because I just watched this, so I can't believe I forgot, but that's my brain's fried. Okay, this is... <laughs> hey, vamp for a second. I got to turn my fan on. All right. I am vamping. Guys, I am so excited to be back here for a new season. And honestly, we are slowly knocking these seasons out little by little, just going through them, jamming through them. And you know what? This season, um, I'm a little disappointed in the crew of this season, but... We'll really get into it. All right, it. yeah, you're disappointed in this crew. Yeah, this crew is ridiculous. This crew, this crew is a joke crew. Yeah, this I don't know if they forgot they were doing this season until last minute. Yeah. Uh, where when um, that point where uh, Captain Lee is bitching about how all these athletes and uh, new money are like building like yachts directors. and stealing all the good crew. It's, well, get up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So we're talking below deck, see, below deck, season, uh, uh, f- season five, five, episode one. You know what with just my boy threw me? Nico. You know what it's just Nico's season. threw me is I saw your Lacroix and it looked like a flavor I didn't recognize, and I lit my brain like fucking. Isn't fried. it crazy? They have they have three new ones. What is that one? It's limoncello. Okay, seriously, I saw that and I could not say the word five because I started to short circuit. That's very funny. Um, they also have watermelon and hibiscus. I've also have you heard had key lime? I love key lime, but that that flavor is like a year old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it is one of my most favorite. And I'll tell you what, if you're gonna try one of the three, get the limoncello because it's insane. Okay. I will do that. Okay. And then the hibiscus, and then the watermelon. Watermelon. Yeah, huh. that's third. Interesting. Okay, I will have to try them all. I'll get back to you. All right, yes, yeah, sorry. Below Deck, Season 5, Episode 1. We're here, baby. Dirt Ralphs. Okay. Dirt Ralphs, okay. Um, yeah, Episode 1, man. It's always so exciting at the new season to see who is back. And now it is the hits. We got Captain Lee back. You know, we got Kate Chastain, yes. the, uh, the, the lead stew in my life. Uh-huh. And we also have stalwart character we're we you know i i I never think about below deck without thinking about him nico freako 
Nico's back, the guy no one asked for. That's true, and I think he's back. Uh, well, we'll get into it later, but also because Captain Lee said in the last season that he was really good at the job and had been improving a lot, and he thought he could continue this deckhand lifestyle, which... Yeah, yeah, and he wanted to show him how much he appreciated his work by hiring him at his same position and not giving him a promotion to bosun but he's not fucking to bosun for no reason because he's has to act as a bosun anyway but he's not ready to be an official bosun well he's doing it if there's no bosun then guess what buddy yeah unless you're the you're the lead deckhand no unless um what what are the guys names henrietta and jameson gareth and darian Gareth and Darian, that's no. right. No, yeah, because yeah. one of those was first mate For, and the other one was the engineer. And in chief, first officer and chief engineer. engineer. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, anyway, man. it seems like a power play from our Captain Lee, who's always up to something. Always got to keep the working man down. Once you get a couple of gold bracelets, you got to shut the door behind you. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's what we do. It's what we've always done. So, yeah, Kate back as Chief Stew, Captain Lee back as Captain. I don't know why that's Captain funny. Lee, they got him. They got Captain Lee back as Captain of captain. the, and also same boat as season four, the Valor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is also another reason Nico should just be fucking boasting already. Yeah. Because he knows what the he's Valor. doing. And then one of the clips that they play when they introduce Captain Lee at the beginning is him saying, ah, this crew's a bunch of idiots, which really sets the tone immediately that you're like, oh, okay, Captain Lee hates them already. Well, can't be a great crew then. And Captain Lee, I'm assuming you have something to do with the hiring. I understand you don't own the company, but I imagine they run some names by you. You know, I don't know. And maybe if you were nicer to your crew and maybe if you didn't, Steal so many tips. Okay, here we go. Everyone, then take a drink. Good people, take would come a back. drink. Nick has brought up his long-running beef with Captain Lee and the tips. So everyone, chugga chugga. You're gonna black Until out. Until the day Captain Lee says, "Hey, sorry, I want to come clean. I've been stealing tips, and I won't anymore." Until that exact phrasing comes out of Nick. his beautifully mustachioed lips. You need to be careful. People are gonna black out. <laughs> oh, anyway, yes, Nico's back as I'm going to black out lead deckhand, not to be <laughs> yeah, black out on your lemon cello, uh, not to be confused with a bosun because he is not allowed to have that third or second stripe. Right. Second stripe would be a bosun. Uh, yeah. Second stripe. Yeah. Eddie doesn't have more than two stripes. I'd be fucking sane. That's right. That's right. So uh, and then we have a new stew. Her name is Jen. Uh, she kind of talks like this. We have Brianna, who's another stew. Mm, Matt, mm, mm, we have a new chef. A new chef in the in the mix. I hate a new chef. You hate a new chef? When I see a new chef, mm. I think, fuck, a new chef. Well, I mean. Every time. Every time I go to a restaurant. Oh, okay. Well, I say, this isn't the chef from the last that. restaurant I was at. Fuck. Uh, yeah, you know. This guy, this guy can't make. Potato skins, like my old guy. Um, I just, you know, uh, yeah, no. Uh, this guy's a real bitch. Sorry, wow. man. I, I, got, I got a new chef, and the first thing he wants to do is make Caesar salad. I can't with this guy. I just can't. Well, I make a great salad. He says <laughs> his name's Matt. He's from Canada, and he seems nice as of now. We don't really see anything too evil about him in the classic chef manner we've seen in the past. But as of now, he's chilling. And yes, he's he's he does describe himself as a meat and potatoes type of chef. So, yeah. Uh, we also have Baker, who's the female deckhand. And then Bruno is from Portugal, and he's also a deckhand. And then we have Chris Brown, who is just a white guy who call who just calls himself Chris Brown because that's his full name. And he's also Do a deckhand. It's because he's related to Charlie Brown. And that's what just what they do in their family. They say both names. No, I think it's because he thinks it's funny that he has okay. the name of a notorious woman abuser. He even does the hand motions. I know. That was, 
I that was devastating to witness. And even Kate's like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. Okay, well, let's get into it. That's the crew. So Kate is the first to arrive with her classic scarf look. Anytime she's leaving or coming, she wraps that loose linen scarf around her neck. Have you noticed that? Oh, Kate's a scarf lady now. Yeah, well, no, she's always been since season two. That's what they say once um, once you're done with your first lesbian relationship, you got to be a scarf lady. Well, I, uh, she's been wearing scarves since season two when we first met her. Also, I All love... Right, you think you're better than me? I love how they brush over that relationship with... <laughs> anyway... So Kate likes doing yachting now that she only does it a few times a year because she says it's just a fling and then you get the tips and you move on. And Captain Lee and Kate or Captain Lee greets Kate and they talk about how they're on the Valor again because they know they know the boat and they're used to it. And Captain Lee points out that the dock is full of boats and they didn't have a lot of choice when it came to the crew. So the cream of the crop this season have already been taken. And he says all these Hollywood types have been building big yachts and their new money and their sports athletes and they're taking up all the new crew. And Captain Lee says Kate has one good stew with some experience and one stew with zero experience. Do you think all the good employees are taken up by a new reality show that started? Yeah, it's called Richard Branson's New Money Yachts. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then there's another show on HDTV called Andarasi. Uh, and it's just about the people who work on the boat that's part that's under the yeah, sea, the yeah. 40%. And they're all mermaids. That's the twist. Andarasi. Yeah, it's uh, hosted by Rocky Dakota. Rocky Dakota, a classic The world's mer- number one person. mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, As made she, famous. I, I would, would, you think, would you say that maybe after Daryl Hannah... Rocky Dakota is the most famous mermaid in the world. Hmm. No, I'm going to probably say Ariel of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, but Ariel, I, I guess I, what I meant was. Um, It'd be p- Ariel, Daryl, Hannah, Rocky? Yeah, real people. <laughs> you know, known you for mean? their work as mermaids, I guess. No. Oh, okay. Ariel, then... I guess, would definitely be the most famous <laughs> mermaid for sure. <laughs> then, yeah, probably. I don't know yeah. who else plays mermaids in my day. It's been a while. Hmm. There was that one Disney movie about a kid falling in love with a mermaid, but... Is that right? Not Little Mermaid. It was like a live action one. Oh, wait, no. Yeah? The kid turned out to be a merman. That was the twist. Oh. Because then it found huh. out that a mermaid left him on his adopted parents' boat, so they're like, we'll raise him as our own. As you do when a boat, a baby shows up out of nowhere on your boat. Mm-hmm. I would call the authorities, but that's just me. Yeah. Would you? I think that might be a turn on for me. Oh, God. Okay. We got to move forward. No. <laughs> come on. Why are you ever let me explore my sexuality? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are your turn ons when it comes to weird baby? Mer- I just think if I had the shot to be with a mermaid, I would take it. I also think that, like, you know, like if there was a reveal, like if it was a mermaid in a wheelchair, you know. Where I just sat what? down at a table, <laughs> I just sat down at a table and like uh, maybe had a, a first date, a blind date with with a lady, and I and I was attracted to her, and then we got up to leave, and she wheeled out, and I it turns out the bottom half of her body is a fish. Here's the thing: I don't think I would be turned off. So what she would be doing the whole time is casually pouring water on herself to keep herself fresh. <laughs> Because you know they'll well, dry she's, out. Maybe she's got like a, some sort of situation down in the chair. She's in like a, a pool chair. Oh. Whatever. Okay. Um, and you wouldn't yeah, notice. I don't know. That's You would that's not, not notice until she <laughs> casually rolled away in her pool chair. Look, man, she's got good banter and uh, I'm just too, I'm too invested. Look, I'm not but here here's to the, judge, okay? Here's the thing. Here's the question. Do you, would you rather have sex with? A male gorilla or a, a male dolphin? See, this is this is a question for straights. A male gorilla or a ma- a male dolphin? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I I think you've really stumped me. Uh, maybe a dolphin, because I, I guess I just don't have any reasoning. I guess it's just a dolphin. <laughs> I guess I I kind of clunked that up by saying male. I guess the the question is, would you rather have sex with a gorilla or a dolphin? 
But um, I think you should ask, would I rather be penetrated by a dolphin or a gorilla? (laughs) Because I'm going to go with dolphin because a gorilla seems like it would rip me to shreds. (laughs) Sorry, but what the fuck? All right. Well, that's what I'm saying. We both have the same fetish. You think I would survive sex with a gorilla? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, Nick. Oh. Well, I think of all the animals, dolphins are the ones I would think about first. Yeah, okay. Right. We should get back to the show. <laughs> that, was, that really fucked me up. Oh, Lord. Thank you for, for letting me explore a little different side of myself. Yeah, of course, of course. Anyway, so Matt shows up, and he's from Ontario, Canada. And that's not how you say it. <laughs> Canadian accent, but whatever. All right, well, we got to take a break. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh, take a break then. Holy shit, it worked. Yeah, All I right, guess. let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish all new Sundays at nine on AMC and stream on AMC Plus. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we're back. And we're back from Nick's first break. Yeah, I let Nick take... Honestly, I was so a little shook from the gorilla discussion. Yeah, we needed a reset. Yeah. All right, so Matt the Chef shows up. He's from Ontario, Canada, and says he learned from a lot of great chefs, and he says their names, but I didn't catch them because I didn't recognize them right off the bat. Wait, he said names of chefs? Yeah, like chefs he's worked with and learned from. Oh, yeah. I guess names. I didn't understand. I didn't, under, I didn't know who they were. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming they're great chefs, but anyway. Oh, my God. Those are the two best TGI Friday line chefs in what Ottawa. That really was. He's like, and I, uh, I really came up at TGI Fridays. Well, then I would say, hey, you know what, buddy? Me, too. I would say, you know what? Hit me with a fried appetizer, then. Hell, yeah. Because you know he could perfect those. But uh, yeah, so uh, he says he could get any job he wanted, but working on a yacht is more intimate and you get to know your guest more that way. And He said any chef job he wanted. That's right. Which could not be more wrong. <laughs> Why? Uh, any In any restaurant? Are you fucking kidding me? Nobody knows who you are, you freaking weirdo. You trained under Stu and Lou at the local Fridays? Barry and Larry. I don't think you're getting a, a, any chef job you want. You're not getting an executive chef job. You're not getting a head chef job. You're barely getting a open this can of Chef Boy RD job if you don't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. I don't know. We don't know him. 
If I could get any chef job I wanted, well, I Nick, certainly wouldn't take the one on the boat with Kathleen Lee. Yeah, but you're on TV. It's great exposure to no, show actually, that you're I a would great love chef. To do that, you're right. I would love actually me getting that job and just me like it, with the dishes I would churn out. People would be like, "What's happening?" Right. What's going on down there? I well, want to talk to that guy. Is he wearing shorts? We, <laughs> yeah. He says he's been yachting in yachting for six years, and Kate thinks he won't be as shitty when he's mad because he's from Canada. And I believe her. And uh, Kate says if a crew member comes on, well, they're basically talking about dietary restrictions, and he's like, do you have any? And she's like, no, I'll eat anything. But then Kate's like, if a crew member comes on with a yoga mat, you're screwed with those dietary restrictions. They're going to be like, I'm gluten-free, vegan. Hey, uh, uh, dairy free, I, I think, I think we all know that Kate would eat anything. Yes. Is this an episode of Sopranos? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> bada bing. Uh, well, anyway, as soon as she says, if you Kate see- would do great at the bada bing. <sighs> the bada bing. I forgot about the bada bing, baby. You can't forget about the bada bing. We just lost Jerry Stiller. Don't do this to me. Yeah. Huh. So the minute that. Kate says, oh, if you see a yoga mat, you're going to basically, you're screwed. They cut to Brianna, who's the new Stu, showing up with a yoga mat attached to her bag. And she meets Matt first, and he says that she's really beautiful. Yeah, he was like blown over. Like he had to sit down like he had just seen Helena Troy. Yeah, which, I mean, she's beautiful. Um, but yeah, she's like, um, so like, I don't have like a 10 year goal or anything like that. Like, I just trust the universe to guide me. (sighs) And so she backpacked through Central America by herself and then lived in Hawaii for a while. And then she says yachting just fits her nomadic lifestyle. And she she says she doesn't like the, the maid aspect of working on yachts, but likes to travel around. So this is a good fit for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Bruno shows up and he says, it's always been his dream to work on a yacht. And now he's finally made it. Then he says he speaks three three languages, but doesn't know what the starboard forward means when um, Kate tells him to take that room that's in the starboard forward. I don't know what that means either. Starboard is the... Starboard aft or the starboard uh, port. That's what she was saying. So she told him starboard port, but he he went to starboard aft. Right. And starboard's the front of the boat, right? I think starboard is the level. Oh, wait, I thought... Starboard's the left side. Wow. God, we're so bad at No, that's port. <laughs> but how could it be starboard port? Um, what kind of wine do you like to drink? Uh I'm kind of a, a red blend kind of bitch. Then call it a red blend. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. It don't matter. So, the things I like are about what's the biggest boats, the fastest boats, right, the right. bluest boats, the coolest boats, the boatest boats. The boatiest boats. All right. So Jen shows up and apparently her resume said, I like big boats and cannot lie on it. Wow. Hopefully. Oh Which one? This is the flighty one with the daughter? Yeah. So. Mia. Yeah. This lady is my favorite. She is going to be a piece of work this season. But anyway, she says she's always been obsessed with boats and even dated a guy once because he had a boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says she's always wanted a career in yachting and was living in Hawaii and working on a, ca- a 60-foot catamaran. Uh, but then found out she was pregnant. And so now she has an eight-year-old and it was hard for her to leave for six weeks. And then we learn six weeks to work on the on below deck, basically. And then we learn that after get, finding out she was pregnant, she had to move back home to Florida and start working at a bank and had to put her dream job on hold for 10 years about. Mm. Okay, Nico's arrived. He says he went back to Chicago after the last charter and started dating his friend Melissa. And he thought he was done with yachting. But then his family life started to get rocky, so he decided to get back into yachting. Rocky. Yeah, baby. Rocky, rocky. And he says for the last few weeks, he's been working as a solo mate on a board, and uh, he hopes to impress Captain Lee this season. And Captain Lee says they're running without a bosun this season, but the deckhands are Nico's because he's the lead deckhand, but he's not ready to make Nico a bosun just yet. Uh, Nico and Kate didn't get along last season, but he says he's going he's going to be mature and move on, and hopefully they'll get along and no big deal because all they have is each other at this point. 
Yeah, it's a little earlier in the season to start saying shit like that. Yeah. Oof. We've only got each other. It's going to be so hard. If we don't make it out alive, give this to my wife. Flo. I'm going to pretend I don't have her until I die. Bro. So deckhand Chris arrives and he says, hey, I'm Chris Brown. And he introduces himself by by saying, like the famous guy and pretending to punch people, which was devastating again, like I said earlier, and fucking unnecessary. Nico and Brianna apparently knew each other from back in the day because they met in Barcelona and their crews partied together. And somehow they ended up in a taxi kit together. And she says Nico was really drunk. And I really wonder what happened there. Or maybe he tried to kiss her. Um, maybe he did kiss maybe her. Maybe he did, baby. She said he was really flirty. Yeah. But that is all we get. I hate it on reality shows where they are allowed to be like, weed, and then dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, no, bitch. We paid for this. Mm-hmm. Look. Hannah, you're not allowed to be like closing doors, kissing a guy and be like, oh, we kissed. And then it's like, no, I need to know duration. I need to know. Um, Where was each like, finger? Yeah, type of kiss. I need to know what what happened uh, in a very specific order, very detailed, because we pay your salary. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? We don't. Okay. So, yes, I agree. Uh, I hope it comes up later in discussion. If we're lucky. Mm. So Baker arrives last um, and everyone starts cleaning the boat and Matt finds a baby cockroach in the galley and Kate demands he kill it, even though he's probably too Canadian to do so. But a baby cockroach in the galley, isn't that like, that's bad, right? Yes, a cockroach is bad. A cockroach anywhere is bad. But like a baby Especially- one, which means there might be more babies. Yeah, there's this there's definitely an infestation. It's this is this is pretty much a Joe's apartment situation we're we got dealing with right here. Also in the galley, like you know how they put food everywhere, like even behind their benches where they sit, mm-hmm. there's just like food all over the place. Yeah. You get an infestation in there, say boy howdy, good luck. Yeah. You got you're gonna be eating fucking boat parts for dinner. Boat parts. You're going to be eating cockroaches, handfuls of cockroaches, cockroaches, like for a snack on deck. And then when you sit down, you're going to be pouring a bowl full of cockroaches with milk, eating that. I do hope. The guests are going to be eating it. Like You're a... going to have to throw like a themed cockroach party. Oh, boy. If we're lucky, we'll get all that. That'd be great. Well, anyway, it's a stew meeting time. Brianna says she doesn't have much service experience. And Jen says she used to be a cocktail waitress. And uh, Brianna says she studied culinary arts in high school and took a bartending course years ago, but never worked as a bartender. And Kate is like, great. I don't want to train new stews, but clearly she does not have a choice because they need training. Uh, and Jen's, they're like, <laughs> it's like, do you guys know how to work like coffee or make coffee of any kind? And, and Jen's like, um, yeah, I know how to work a Keurig. Yeah. Which is. And I don't think she was kidding. No. I think she literally offered that like that might be helpful. Yeah. As if it's not the easiest thing in the world. She's very stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes, father. She is. I okay. know English is not your first language. She is a, how you say, very stupid. Yes. Uh, So the deckhands are meeting and we learn Baker has two years of experience, but it has been about two years since she had that two years of experience. Yes, and the experience was in baking. Yes, yes. Baker the bacon. Baking the, wait. Why didn't she get into baking? If my name was an occupation and that occupation wasn't that bad, of course I'd do it. Yeah. Like if my parents had named me Sex Work Turner. Then I would be oh. a sex worker. It'd be awesome. Yeah. What an interesting name. I'm going to name my kid Sex Work Turner for sure. Sex Work Advocate Turner. Whoa. I'm going cha- to change shit around here by not doing anything But naming myself. your child yeah. that. That's... Yeah. Name your child the thing you want to see in the world. Ooh, yeah. Peace in the Middle East, Hosnie. That's wow. horrible. Wow. Oh, Lord. Yes. Hey, do we need peace in the Middle East? Let's look at some applications. Well, we've got this guy. Peace. Sorry for saying it's a guy. Of course, uh, they. You piece of shit. 
All right. The deckhands are meeting. Yeah, we learned Baker has some experience. Chris Brown says he's green as shit. And then Bruno says this is his first yacht he's worked on. But we learn... We learned earlier that he's worked on cruise ships before. Uh, Nico yeah. and Kate are teaching their crews everything and giving them a tour of the boat. And Kate and Nico are catching up and they agree that this is going to be a tough season because their crews are so green. And Bruno asks Chris Brown if he knows any knots. And he's like, well, I watched some YouTube videos and tied my headphones into some. <laughs> okay. And then Chris says for the majority of his life, being a Christian defined him. And he was celibate for 26 years. And so he has to make up for lost time. The only thing worse than a born-again Christian is a born-again atheist. I don't think he was born again. <sighs> I think he phrased that wrong. I think he said he lost his virginity at 26 years old, right? No, he lost his faith. But he says he was celibate for 26 years. But yeah, if you're like fifth, uh, like if you're like here's the thing. eight years here's what old, I'm technically you're celibate, but you're also just not fucking because you're eight. This is what I'm saying. You know how the worst person, the worst people in the world are born again Christians. Uh, you know that are they? I don't. I have never met a born again Christian. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, well, I was saying he was the opposite, a born again atheist, because he used to be Christian and oh. now he's a fuck machine. Oh, I see what you mean. Huh. No, I do have to apologize to all the born again Christian Christians, but Christians. I, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not really a born again Christian. I know because this this podcast is produced by the devil. Yeah. You don't got to tell me, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Anna Hosnier. I think it's weird that he says he was celibate for 26 years because I think as a child, it's not that you're celibate; you're just a child. You mm -hmm. know, it's a weird way to describe that. But, oh, that yeah, that is funny when people say that. Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't rimmed an asshole in twenty six years. I'm fourteen. Yeah, it's like okay. Well, I would mm -hmm. hope you weren't rimming assholes yeah. at like five. But and anyway. if you are, please stop. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. He he tells Bruno he likes to drink, and then he says Chris Brown loves four things: women, alcohol, oh. snowboarding, and travel. And yachting covers three of those. He wasn't even talking about himself in third person until now. Like, and I already hated the way he was talking about his name. Yeah. And now this, now this, he doesn't even know how to yacht and he's coming in with third person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Baker says she's from a traditional Southern family and a long line of prominent women and classy ladies, but she is a little different and lives in an RV seasonally and likes to go to Burning Man and is more debutant than debutant. Yeah, that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> she says she grew up girly but has evolved since then. She evolved since being a little girl? Yeah, girly girly. But there's a bunch. Now she's an adult. They show girl. a bunch of photos of her in like white gowns, like debutant gowns or whatever. I don't know, man. Brianna says she's single and has been traveling a lot the last few years. And she asked Kate about her relationship. And Kate says, well, you know, my last relationship was brief. And I realized it was not that cool and that she doesn't trust her own judgment. And if she's attracted to someone, then it's probably bad news. That is some heavy shit that she casually says, says and then moves on from. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I don't have any respect for it. It's like, so. okay, uh, yes. And if you guys didn't realize, I believe the domestic violence incident between her and Roe happened in between season four and five. Oh, what, what happened again? She, like, attacked Roe. She attacked Roe. Yeah, I don't you remember. Do you think it was because Roe cheated on her with um, Megan Rapinoe? Megan Rapino. Nick, Nick, Nick. What? I stand them. I ship them. It's not that. I believe she was like drunk. And mad about something. I don't know. Something do you remember in that her show snapped. And I do not with defend. Paul I don't defend Kate's behavior. Do not ever attack another human being. It is uncalled for and absolutely unforgivable. You cannot do stuff like that. I don't know what was going on with Kate at the time. I don't know what was going on with Roe at the time. Because I don't know enough about the situation. But I do know there was clearly an altercation. And that is why her and Roe are no longer together. And Kate had some charges filed against her and had a court date or something like that. I believe you told us in one of the early... Earlier boat facts about it. I did, it. yes. Very long, a long time ago. Yeah. 
Well, I wish her a lot of luck, and thanks for all the lols. Uh, well, she's still on the, the season. Yeah. Well, anyway, apparently but, it didn't affect her career at all, which is fascinating. Nobody cared. They were like, best Kate. Well, you're allowed to be a little dirty in the yachting industry. I guess so. They protect their own, literally. Yeah, so it's a crew meeting time. We meet Gareth, the first officer, and Darian, the chief engineer, and they both look so crabby. Like, neither of them smile. They're just like, they're just mad. They have to deal it's with all these idiots. It's probably because they're in a room that's, like, well lit, all the people that's on the show, and then they're, like, in a dark corner, and no one cares about it. Yeah. The makeup artist probably, like, asked him to step out of the way, like, 14 times <laughs> before they shot them. And then they're like, anyway, it's fucking Gareth and Darian. And their names are probably, Dar- like, Darren and Gary. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> we got our fucking name. Uh, all right, back to you. We'll never see you again unless we're saving the day. Yeah. That's true. But anyway, so Captain Lee says there's few rules, like work hard, and they'll teach you anything but only once. And if you've learned it and you screw it up, that's not a good thing. Mm-mm. And then Bruno says Captain Lee reminds him of his grandpa. Because of the gold chains. I love it. And he's yeah. like kind of tough. Yeah. I love it. Uh, anyway, we should probably uh, take a break. And uh, then we're going to come back here and we're going to land the last third of this plane. All right, Nick, I'll give you that. Yeah! All right, we'll be our beat. I'm late. I'm late for the important beat. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. And we're back. And we are back. Um, Hey, it's Nick Turner's episode of... Deckheads. Yeah, I was going to say, don't get comfortable, Nick, okay? Don't we get are, uh, we finally figured out our power dynamic. I have it, and it doesn't, mm-hmm. and uh, and and we want to talk about this show. Okay, back to you, Anna. Yeah, so uh, we're still at the crew meeting, and Captain Lee says, don't embarrass yourself, and don't embarrass the boat, or your ass is getting a plane ticket and sent home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does the whole, they let him do the whole speech. And I feel like everyone on the crew was like really excited. Like when you see your, your band play your favorite song uh-huh. in, in concert, you're like, wow, he's doing the whole speech. Yay. Yeah. He did the plane ticket home. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Now do the drag your dick through whiskey bottles. Come on. Oh, we will get to that. Don't worry about that. It's probably in the encore. Yeah. So the provisions arrive, and we learn that Chef Matt is trying to cut back on drinking while most chefs drink a lot. Um, The stews are already confused about what they need to be doing. And Jen says 
since she's been a single mom, she hasn't had a lot of time, but her dad retired recently, which gave her the ability to basically drop her daughter off at his place and then leave and join a yacht. Or in her words, to dream a little, to live her dream a little. Uh, Chris Brown says the girls seem very foxy. And Bruno says he's always worked in hospitality and is very focused on his career um, and worked as a guest relations officer on a cruise ship and says he would do any position on a yacht, including a stew, just to have the chance to work on a yacht. All right, you're stew, buddy. Yeah, you're stew. Uh, and Jen's a deckhand. Good luck. Uh, oh, we just got word. I mean, the boat sunk. <laughs> Great. We were parking the boat, and uh, oh, and now, yes, we, we are on land. This is a houseboat. Jen forgot. So Kate and Matt, they're planning how the meals are going to work, and he seems very organized, and Kate says she's used to working with crazy chefs, and she loves Matt's vibes, but is scared that it might be too good to be true. Guess we'll find out. Guess we'll find out. Guess so. Guess, guess, yeah, I guess so. Guess I so. guess so. Yeah, we're going to find out. Yeah, now. I guess, yeah, I guess we will. All right. All right. So Kate is trying. Who's going to tell us? Oh, the show will tell us. Okay. So Kate is trying not to be as strict with her stews because she doesn't want to kill their spirits yet um, because she really needs them to stay motivated. Uh, So they're having their first charter meeting with Captain Lee, Kate, Nico, and Matt. Uh, It's going to be six people. It's like some trampoline park owner from San Francisco. Uh, Did you get their likes or dislikes? Um, Let me see. I never remember, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this life is hard. We know that they're like uh, adrenaline junkies. They they tell us All that. Right. We got them. Dave. Location, San Fran, California. Hmm. Charter summary. Primary charter guest Dave is the owner of San Francisco's first trampoline park. Hmm. He's chartering this yacht with his wife, Amy, and their friends who love extreme activities. Their friends, Damon and Maureen and Jack and Beverly, they blah, blah, blah. This trip's been on everyone's bucket list. They want to surf behind a yacht. That's their dream. What? Like to be pulled by a yacht? Yeah. Huh. Okay. That seems dangerous. His favorite cuisines. Guess that. Get, get this. Chocolate, chocolate, and guess the third one. Chocolate. No, it says hamburgers. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Oof. Yeah. That was not a great moment for me. Mm-mm. It was really embarrassing for you. Yeah, I'm not gonna recover for that, Nick. You don't have to tell Jack me. Jack is the foodie. He says, "I don't know if that's the guy who looks like Paul Shear's brother," um, but uh, there we are. I didn't catch which one looked like. Did one of them look like Paul Shear's brother? One of them looks like Paul Shear's brother. I've said it before, and I'm saying it again, and I am happy to say it one third time. Well, what can you do? Yeah, so. I guess at one point they learn that Dave, one of them is a meat and potatoes kind of chef. And then Matt's happy because he's a meat and potato or he's a meat and potatoes type of guy. And then Matt is happy because he's a meat and potatoes kind of chef, which is a weird thing to call yourself. Captain Lee says he's not allowed to show his anxiety to the crew, but this is a line he says, which I have absolutely no idea what it means. He says, but right now the pucker effect is so strong. You couldn't drive a straight pin up his asshole with a 10 pound sledgehammer. Who said that? Captain Lee said that. I'm just kidding. Of course, Captain Lee said that. Uh, Captain Lee doesn't doesn't make no sense no more. He's like Dr. Phil. He hasn't made sense in eight years. I legitimately have no idea what that means. No, no, that doesn't make it. No, there's no, no. Uh-uh, no. No. No sense. Sorry. <sighs> okay, let's move on. So Nico's teaching his deckhands about knots and tying the lines, and Chris Brown is realizing how tough this is about to be because he's just used to polishing boats. And the crew is eating dinner, and the stews asks if the guys would switch rooms because then the girls will get more bathroom time and get more closet space and the top bunk. Hmm. Sounds like a 
I mean, they've figured it out. I mean, I guess. I just think they've never been on a boat before, like any of them, literally any of them. How do they know which would be a better configuration? How do they know it's worth it? I don't know. I would it's rather. It's a bold move. I would rather room with a girl because it's just yeah, cleaner. I, I would rather live with a guy so we can jerk off in fucking peace. Oh, okay. Well, uh, guys, guess what? It's the next day. Yeah! Yeah, so um, Nico's teaching his deck hands about deck checks, which is to make sure they don't lose any cushions off the uh, the deck of the boat. And Kate's getting her stews working to prep for the upco- upcoming charter. And the guests start to arrive. And yeah, they're adrenaline junkies. Uh, for some reason, Matt doesn't have his pants on. When they're when they're greeting them, like everyone's wearing their whites with their black pants, but Matt's not wearing them, and he says it was really hot in the galley. It's well, you have he's wearing shorts. It's not like he's just not oh, wearing yeah. pants. Okay, you're right. He's wearing shorts. Sorry, I didn't mean to imply he just had underwear on. <laughs> he had a chef's coat with his tidy whities. That'd be pretty funny though. Yes, he had uh, knee length black shorts. Yes, and then the guests keep calling him no pants chef or something like that. Well, no, it actually takes them hours to come up with that, I believe. Uh, they put their their heads together. Immediately, the guy's like, oh, so you're not wearing pants. Hmm. Huh. A, pan- a chef with no pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is like, this guy is old money and a real piece of shit. You think he's old money? People who say stuff like that, oh, yes, it's because right, right. their parents said shit like you're that. You're right trampolines they go back anyway yeah he didn't he didn't fucking get an investment for seattle's largest trampoline park because of no reason it's because his daddy was like you need to do something lovey and he's like, come on, Dad. All I'd like to do is I like to play on my trampolines. He's like, well, fine. I will buy you a trampoline park, and you can play on your trampolines and try to make me a little money. Yeah, Daddy, I love trampolines. And then I'm going to go on a yacht. Now I'm going to tell the chef to wear pants. Well, 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 well. That's his wife. Well, 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 well. Looks like our son is going to be bouncing around. <laughs> Oh, mama, you say that about everything. Well, 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 boy. Why can't I have one love? The tramps. One the love tramp life. Is our son Bob Marley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knows music. <laughs> yeah, she's very hip mom. <laughs> is our son Peter Tosh? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so Kate is giving the guests a tour of the boat. Nico's nervous about undocking the boat with his green deck crew, and uh, it goes better than he expected. Worked out. And so the guests are uh, getting pumped to jump off the boat, and while they're, like, uh, cruising, some of the cushions fly off the boat, and Captain Lee is not happy about it. Let them go. No, they need them. Let the anchor go. Let the cushions go. Let them go. Hmm. Buy some new ones. Once you're in the ocean, that shit is tainted. Well, I guess. But uh, if you took your pillow from your bed, from your bedroom, threw it in the ocean, would you ever put it back in your bedroom? I don't think you would. Oh, that's a tough question. It's not a tough question. You definitely <laughs> wouldn't. Well, anyway, <laughs> we see Gareth have to go get them. Uh, and so Nico's like, yeah, you Oh, got- take a drink. Oh, when we see them? Was that a dr- yeah. drink thing again? Oh, that's part of my drink. Oh, okay. Well, you game. black out. We have different drinking games. You black out with your limoncello. Okay. So, um, yeah, and Nico's like, hey, guys, you got to make sure that everything is clipped in correctly. So he shows them all that. And um, the guests also lose their chips, their chips for their chips and dip to the wind. And so the cr- deck crew is going to learn to drop anchor. Uh, Nico's going to show them how and Jen's on ironing duty and Chris Brown says you didn't know the cushions could even attach like that. Well, now you do, Chris Brown. <sighs> Matt's making a Caesar salad because he says it's one of his fave things to make. And he makes the dressing from scratch. <sighs> what do you think Ben feels about that? 
I think Ben is like, finally, darling, me and my love, Emily, can finally have some time off from this below-deck madness and just live our lives. We're ladies who lunch and we love it. <laughs> um, the fact that Ben would be with the ladies who lunch, that's funny. Uh, so the guests are drinking Mountain Dew and white wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kate shows the ladies, the stews, how to do service. And she says, always serve the ladies first. But Jen screws it up because I don't think she listens. I don't think she's much of a listener, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, the deck crew's no. working on unloading the tender into the water. Uh, and they're really struggling with it. And Nico asks Captain Lee to hop in and help. And Captain Lee says the first time he worked on a yacht was in the late 80s, and he was so far in over his head. It was just incredible. So with a green crew, he's more than happy to jump in and show them how to do things, but he'll only show them once. Hmm. And then and then what? He could easily just show them again, but instead he kills them. Yeah, he sends them a plane ticket to hell. So Kate is hoping she only has to teach her stews everything in the first charter and that they'll pick it up. I think Brianna, yes. Jen, I think, is about to be a whole other mess. Anyway, Bruno says he doesn't know how to tie a knot or a line, but knows how to read a guest and treat guests and talk to them. And I don't know, whatever. He's really good with guest relations is what he's saying. So he really He's not as good as Danny. Should be a stew. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Danny. Uh, so the guests are using the weird water jet thing to fly around. What are those things called? Yeah, they just got one of those. That's great. They, um, I call it the, uh, um, the eastbound and down. That's right. It's basically a, it's one of those things that attaches to your feet and it uses water to like propel you in the air. It's like a water yeah. jet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Baker says the fact that she's the second most experienced deck crew member after Nico is a little scary, but she'll have to adapt and step it up. So everyone's changing over for dinner and Bruno is dying from the work all day. He says his legs aren't working because he's just so tired and the stews are getting ready for service. And Brianna goes down to do turndown service and Jen is getting the guests drinks. This is another moment where I think maybe Jen doesn't listen hmm She goes to ask to drink orders. One of the guests asks for a gin martini with a ton of olives. But in her mind, she hears gin and tonic. So that's what she asks Kate to make. So she brings back a gin and tonic, and the guest's like, Oh, actually I asked for a gin martini. And she's like, Oh, well, um, I didn't I didn't make the drink. And it's like, no one fucking asked who made the drink. The drink's just wrong, honey. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, they don't care. Oh, did Jen make it? Oh, sorry. I thought Donna made it. Yeah. Oh, did Brenda make it? Oh, sorry. I thought Katie made it. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, it's just. Nobody gives a fuck what your stupid name is. You're an arm with gin on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kate says she should have known better when she heard gin and Martin or gin and olives, but um, is a little overwhelmed. Hey, can I tell you something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Kyle Dixon. Oh, no. Did you email him? Kyle. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. He robbed a bar. We talked about Yeah, this. yeah. Yeah, he got arrested for robbing a bar in the UK. Never mind. All right. I'm sorry. I forgot we talked about it. Thought I had a scoop. We don't. Who cares? Who gives a shit? All right. I'll get out of here. All right. Let's finish this episode up. So, um. Okay. Yeah, the guests love the food from dinner, and they keep calling Matt no pants, chef no pants, and Bruno is practicing knots, and Nico's helping him, and he's frustrated, and Bruno's exhausted, and he's just not doing it right, and Kate feels she has to check everything the stews do to make sure it's done correctly, and she feels stressed by it, and Nico's cap... Oh, this part fucking broke my heart. Nico is catching up with Captain Lee, and he says he has been down here for a while working on another boat after some shit went down with his family. And Captain Lee's like, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. And then we learn that Nico's 21-year-old brother fell off a balcony and passed away, and he was his best friend. Jesus. Yeah, and he, he said it was, it, it's been a hard three months, and so he basically escaped down to the Caribbean to just work on boats and keep his mind busy. 
Why doesn't he just like fucking not tell us that? Wow. Because it's explained his headspace and why he might be feeling a certain way. It's giving us context to why Nico is Nico. We're learning more about Nico as a person. I wish you had more empathy for people. I really do. All right, fine. I'm sorry. Okay, Um, well. Okay. God, Nick. All right, it's the next day. Yeah, okay, great. (laughs) Stupid bitch. (laughs) Okay, all right. Yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, Jesus. cool. Oh, my God. Stop. Oh, good. Yeah, no. (laughs) Stop. Sorry. (laughs) You got into a, a groove and you couldn't stop. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. It's the next morning. Brianna's doing some coffee service uh, and they start serving breakfast. And Jen, she comes up and she's in the wrong uniform. And she's like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. And Kate's like, wow, these stews are 50 shades of green. But at least Brie knows what uniform to put on. 50 shades of green. Uh. Perfect. So the guests are jumping off the boat now. And the deck crew is going to set up a rock wall and a slide for them. I've never heard the rock wall before. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of new stuff. I mean, they, yeah, we haven't seen that eastbound in town. We haven't seen the rock wall. I don't know. So they must have, like, gotten some service that um, will just, like, drive up to your boat Jeez. and has all the toys on it, you know? Something to think about. Um, if anyone wants to invest, we already have uh, one sponsor. It's uh, Liquid Yacht. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Our classic one sponsor, Liquid <laughs> Yachtwear. Yeah, so uh, the deck crew is going to set up all the water toys. And Bree says she loves beach picnics because they ba- uh, they barely get off the boat. So this is an opportunity to explore a little. And the deck crew is working on getting everything over to the beach for the picnic. And Baker and Kate are working on setting up the beach picnic. And Matt has lunch ready to go. And the guests get to the beach and they're really enjoying lunch and their beach picnic. And how many times can I say beach picnic? A 40? Yeah. And the deck crew's getting the slide ready. And Bruno's helping, but he's not hearing anything Nico's saying or something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and he says it's hard to understand. Bruno says hard to understand. And Nico is not happy with how lost Bruno is with the whole situation. And Nico brings Bree to the beach to take over for Kate. And basically, Kate and Nico say they need each other because they're not sure that they will survive the season with their green crews. And Kate says they need to put their differences aside because all they have is each other at this point. And uh, that's where the episode ends. That's incredible. What an episode. What a new season. I'm so excited. Do you want to hear a boat fact? Yes. Hold on one second. Boat facts with Nikki T's. Are you familiar with the yachting competition America's Cup? America's Cup. No. Mm-hmm. Really? That is surprising. It's uh, it's a trophy awarded to the winner of the America's Cup match races between two sailing yachts. One yacht, known as the Defender, represents the yacht club that currently holds the America's Cup. And the second yacht, known as the Challenger, uh-huh. represents the yacht club that is challenging for the cup. The timing of each match is determined by an agreement between the Defender and the Challenger. The America's Cup is the oldest international sporting trophy. It will be raced for in the summer of March 2021. Uh, that did not happen. Um, anyway, uh, here's my question to you. Now, I, I was expecting you to, to have known what this was. Oh, okay. But it's uh, named after America because America almost always wins. Uh-huh. The first one was won by England, and then like 25 in a row were won by America. Yeah. Okay. Um, so America is a strong you. team. Here's my question to you. Yes. What other two countries have ever won America's Cup? Besides what the ones I just told you. Croatia? Can I have a strong yachting? Uh, no. Oh. No, 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 no. No, it's not going to be Croatia. I'm sorry. It's not going to be anything like that. Okay. What do you mean by anything like that? Like a I don't foreign know what country? I meant. Uh, Canada? <laughs> uh, no. I'm going to give you three more guesses. Okay. Um... BVI. Uh, no. I guess technically BVI would still be the UK. Yeah. So no. Uh, South Africa. Nope. And you get two more. I don't know. I think I get one more, but yeah, I'll take two more. Seven more. I'll take two more. Who's good at What country has the most coastline of them all? 
Australia. Australia. Yes. And the other one is, you'll never get it, Switzerland. Oh, what? Okay. I know, I know. They won twice. Uh, anyway, that's what's going on uh, in the yachting world. Uh, back to you, Anchor Hosnier. Thank you, Nico. All right, guys. Th- that was uh, season five, Below Deck, episode one. Thanks for listening. We are going to wrap up this season, hopefully, as soon as we can. Thanks, everybody. We just started. I know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying words. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, if you're liking the show... Give us a five-star review. We would just really appreciate it. five-star review. You don't even we have to write really words. You can just go click the five-star. You five don't even stars. have to like it. Well, no. I'm, well, okay. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can follow us at DeckheadsPod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at DeckheadsPod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Anna Hosnia. You can follow Nick's at Nick's Turner's. Go to his Patreon. Sure, do it, whatever. All right, I love you guys. See you tomorrow or whatever. All right, guys, we are outie. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.